0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: You're listening to AFL Nation for Elders. When listing your property, think Elders Real Estate and Tire Power. Your match day favourites for tyre safety.
0: It is our pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles, So uh, Beaumont's new Beaumont Max range, starting at 20 bucks. And our major partner is the TAC. Drink driving, chances are you will be uh, caught. Uh, we're about to chat to Sam Frost in the box. So I need to give a quick a little pug uh, to uh, Beaumont's, of course, uh, tilers. If you, uh, the buying team have created the best value tile range ever. It's called Beaumont Max. Tiles from 20 bucks. subways from 30 bucks. Everyday savings with Beaumont Max. Drop into one of over 100 and 15 stores. Be helped by the best. You'll be happy you chose Beaumont's. Quick update at Marvel Stadium. After the early jump, the Eagles just been pegged back here 6 5 41. The Dogs uh, 4 2 26 are in the uh, second quarter. All square in the VFL game uh, for the Melbourne fans out there. Casey and the Brisbane Lions 57 apiece. Uh, almost at three-quarter time. Well, we spoke to Greg Stafford a little earlier inside the Melbourne Coaches Box. Uh, great to have a, a player perspective. Uh, injured at the moment. you would love to be out here today on a beautiful day for footy at the MCG. But Sam Frost, good to have you in the box. Yeah, thanks for having me. Just take us through sort of the injury uh, status and where you're at.
2: Yeah, so it's uh, I, I hurt my foot a little bit in yeah. the pre-season and it's just been lingering all year. I try to uh, get a bit of a break going into the bye. And had a good result and it just has, has hung around so um, had a look at it and it's just uh, one that's not really worth worth pushing towards the end of the year. How
1: are the boys, uh, how are the boys going with the last couple of weeks? Some good results as well. You beat Collingwood and obviously came from behind last week. It's, uh, it's a good vibe at the moment.
2: Yeah, it's a good buzz around the club and it's just exciting to, to get some good reward for the effort we've been putting in all year. And as a young list you get a little bit of belief from, from those wins. Well, a lot of belief actually, um, which all, all helps towards the end of this year and going into next year.
3: What elements of the game, Sam, have have you been impressed with? Sitting back, you get the opportunity to sit, I guess, up here somewhere, maybe in the stats box or in the crowd, and watch the guys go about it. You know what you're trying to achieve. What elements of the game have you um, have you impre- have you been most impressed with? The, the attack attacking element of the game has been pretty natural to you guys, but what um, what phase of the game has impressed you most?
2: I think the midfield, and, and that was probably a knock last year on our on our centre bounce and, and winning clearances, and that's really improved this year. And, and just seeing those guys go to work and how much how much time and work they're putting in, and now getting good outcomes in uh, stoppage and centre bounce has been really impressive.
3: And what typically we see with younger teams, developing teams. And the form in the first half of the year might be really strong, and then you, <clears throat> those guys taper off as as they get a little bit worn down with the with the uh, the I guess the demands of AFL footy. But you guys have been the opposite. You sort of built slowly, had some poor performances early in the year, but the the form in the back half of the year has been really strong. Why do you think that is? Is it something that happens Monday to Friday? Is it some just elements of the of the game plan that have been easier to pick up in the second half?
2: I think just with such a young list, you, you spend parts of the pre-season and the early parts of the season fishtailing a bit, so you, you try and fix a problem here and, and then you neglect a the problem there. And I think a lot of those things are just starting to become second nature and habit, uh, so it's almost just improvement within the season rather than thinking this year to next year. It's, mm. you know, in the first half of the year to the second half of the year, you can actually make a bit of ground. Mm.
0: The uh, thoughts of clubs on on tags, are sort of it's quite different, isn't it? I mean, obviously once upon a time in the era of footy and a little bit older than the two gents here and you know a lot of teams had that lockdown tag but Finn McGuinness has been terrific Uh, who's he going to go to today do you think?
2: Uh, I won't give too much away (laughs) but yeah he's um he's doing a great job and and we love him playing that role and he's so he's so diligent and he's become a really popular member of the team because you give him a role and he he's just proven a few times now this year that he can get it done and I think my, uh, from what I can gather, people like seeing tags. It's a, you know, it's something to look out for, and it's a bit of a talking point and a, and a bit of fun. So it's been good.
1: You're going to be in the coach's box today. Do you do you saddle up next to Sammy Mitchell, or are you at the back? What, what's your role on game day when you're in the box?
2: Uh, I, I keep to the side and keep quiet. But <laughs> no, I do sort Do you ever of... throw
1: anything out, Mitch? Maybe we'll just try and shift him back or I'll, move him forward. I'll
2: think about it today. <laughs> uh, no, I, I sort of. I work with a couple of the defenders, so I will watch a little bit of Jack Scrimshaw and James Blank as a. You know, he's an improving key defender. And then at half time I can go down and have a chat about what I'm seeing. And sometimes it's nice for them to have a, a player's voice as well as a line coach's voice. But, you know, if I see something, I'm, I'm allowed to communicate to Kate Simpson and probably uh, don't go to Sam. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, nah, it's it's really good for my learning as well. Is
1: that something you're looking at post-footy, a little bit more coaching and teaching uh, aspect?
2: Not necessarily. I think the benefits I'll get while I'm, while I'm injured will help me as a player. Yeah. Um, at this stage, it's not something I've really thought about going into coaching, but it is very interesting, and I quite enjoy being in there as much as you'd rather be playing. It's a cool, a cool spot to sit and watch.
3: What elements of the game hit you in the face the most when you are watching? You know, it's I think when I've watched games, like the the the, the real basic fundamental skill errors, sort of. Throw everyone out, but what what element of the game? Because it, the game looks so much easier from up here. It is you know you you can see everything, you can understand what the team's trying to achieve in in attack and defence and around the footy. But what what do you reckon hits you the most, and 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 you'll be able to take onto the ground the most when you when you return to play?
2: Uh, yeah, I think identifying trends in the game is probably the main thing. Where particularly with our our leaders and our sort of emerging leadership group. Um, trends of the game and and how to deal with them at the time rather than waiting for a message to come down or rather than waiting till three goals becomes four goals and five goals, Mm. being able to address it at the time, know what the team needs. So that's something that Sicily is very strong at naturally um, and that's something that um, I, I learn every week, I'm in the box.
3: So is that, you know, it might be, you say, the other team gets a run on, you're playing key back, you know, Getting around and, and I guess helping that defensive group find a way to take some uncontested marks to take the sting out of the game, or or I guess um, fighting fire with fire and, and taking the game on is that is that the sort of stuff you're talking about?
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think I think it, that's a good example of all right, let's take some uncontested mark, let's build the ball up a bit, let's take a take the sting out of the game, take some time off the clock without being scored against. That's a that's an easy one where if teams are getting a run on, all right, let's change this now and yep. not wait for the coaches to have to implement a structural change.
3: Mm.
1: John Newcomb's played 50 games of AFL footy, and he's come in seamlessly. We love the impact that we can see from up here, but from your perspective as a teammate, what's his impact like on the ground?
2: Yeah, he's he's just a humble, hard worker. Like He, he goes about his business. He doesn't expect any fanfare or any praise, and that was from, from day one after his mid-season draft mm. selection. He just got to work, and he... Sam talks about him being sort of self-coached. They they don't need to put a heap of work into him. He knows the areas he wants to improve on and he doesn't need to be told to do anything. So I think for our culture and and that as an example for our draftees coming in and the young list is is really important.
0: I reckon it's the best bit of footage I saw last week. Who was it? Waitman? Yep just just bounced bounced off off him. Yeah, Yeah. he's a... It was brilliant. It's going to take a bit
1: more than uh, Cody Waitman, I reckon, to take Jai Newcombe down. Sam, I'm always fascinated
0: about, you know, the the internals of a footy club. I always want to be that, you know, that fly on the wall. And, you know, we've seen, obviously, we've been soaked up with the Matildas the last few weeks and Tony Gustafson had a, a real philosophy of bringing the families in and... Making it that sort of real holistic environment. I think yeah, the dads in. I believe uh, this week. I think Sam's been big on sort of getting some past players uh, back through his you know glorious era that he played in. How important is all that sort of stuff on the periphery that we don't see?
2: Yeah, it's it's great. I think yeah, the, the dads came in this week and they have a they have a run around and go out and do a few little modified training drills and we hope none of them tear their hammies like they did last year. <laughs> Scott <laughs> McGuinness last year yeah. had a bad hammy, but um yeah, I think. Partly off the back of COVID and everything being so restricted in terms of having family and friends around and all that—that that, you know, genuine support that you want—it's um, been an, almost an opportunity to start from scratch, Sam, to really build that into what the club does, and it's been really good. It's important for us.
3: How much time have you spent? James Sisley often gets—I'd imagine—Jake Melksham will play a defensive forward role on him. We don't—we it a little bit, but more so with those running backs, the rebounding defenders, and he's more of the intercept marker plays key defense. So, how much what sort of advantage can you guys get from from having, I guess, a key forward on the other team plays a defensive forward? What what elements of the game does that allow you guys to get an advantage in?
2: Yeah, I I think it yeah, it can become a real advantage, especially with someone like Blake Hardwick who can also be a pretty damaging ball user. Mm. So, someone goes to sis and and I think in the bigger picture of a game, it just means they're not doing their first preference of, yeah, yeah. of structures. They've had to adjust to something we've got as a weapon. And, you know, if you start getting that as a backline group, it's a Mm. a big tick. And then, you know, Blanky can just sort of get his job done and then a few other guys can get brought into the game. And Milkson's such a damaging player. So if he has to go away from his A game Mm. to try and nullify someone like Sis, you know, it's just a a little win.
1: You mentioned James Sicily there, his first year as captain as well. And and you've played... Under under a number of different captains, what's he like? Because we know out there he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's a he's a pretty you know rogue operator at times. But from what I, from what we gather on the outside looking in, he's a great captain.
2: Uh, he's he's unbelievable, and he's I think his investment in his own development as a leader is what's been most impressive for me. And I think from what you see on the ground to what you would see inside the club, he's probably a lot more measured than people would expect, and he's he's. Really well thought through with the things he says, and he sees the game so well. So you know when he speaks, you want to listen to what he's got to say. But he's uh, he's been really impressive.
3: You might know. let ask one more BP. No. Uh, Chris Newman, senior coach in the uh, in the yeah. waiting.
2: Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting as a having had him as a backline coach, and we've developed a really strong relationship. Obviously, I want him around. He's been a real <laughs> a real good mentor for me. But as a as a friend, I'd, I'd you know I'd be really happy for him to get. Uh, senior coaching role and I think he'd be more than capable what's his, of
3: doing it. What's his mm. best asset? What's his number one strength? Our
2: relationships. Yep. He's, yeah, he's nice. unreal. He's, um, he's been really
0: good for me over the years. I just get a feeling it's, uh, the decision's not quite going to go the way we, we think it's mm. probably going to go. So I'll leave everyone to ponder that. Hey, just a quick one. <laughs> Any recollections of playing against this great man, alongside? Yeah, it's a bit too
3: bit too nippy for me.
0: Get, getting out the back
2: and kicking plenty of goals against the uh, <laughs> oh. Melbourne defence. Uh, no, they were they were a few few tough times. Yeah, no. You know you,
3: you're you're getting old if you've played against uh, against me. I'm uh, oh. 34. So what are you? 29. Um, Tell me, you're I'm, still in your I'm 20s. I'm
2: 30 this month, so
0: I'm, oh. I'm getting there. Hang on well. to it for as long as you can. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll. Hey, Sam, good luck with the injury. Thank you very uh, much. Your team has been great to watch and uh, taken some good scalps here at the MCG, so we hope for a really competitive game, but uh, best of luck. Yeah, thanks for the chat. No, mate. Sam Foster popping in from the Hawks. We'll take a break on the AFL Nation. JD, quick update at Marvel Stadium. Yeah, 5 4 the Bulldogs, 6-6-42. Six, six, Make that 7-6-48, oh,
3: The key. Eagles. They just keep kicking they one do. when they need one. They, they in the certainly do.
0: For Chemist Warehouse. Uh, we'll come back and ponder a bit more of what uh, Saturday brought us in the world of footy and look ahead to round 24. Gee, so much to play out in this incredible season. Uh, sun blazing at the G. Melbourne Hawthorne, not too far away.